0: Hey y'all! It's your girl Sandy the George, aka Sandy for short. And thank y'all yet again for tuning into another episode of the Scantily Clad podcast. Um, I know back in February I said I was gonna try to be more consistent, but with all of this pandemic stuff, all my plans for what I had to do in my podcast got pushed back completely. Um. So, I was working, you know, trying to get my hustle on. And after the holiday season, things kind of slowed down. And then, once the COVID 19 situation kind of came to a head, all of my plans pretty much had to stop. Like, I was planning on renting a studio space so I could bring in guests for this podcast. And I still plan on doing that. But of course, you know, we all have to be careful, we all have to stay safe. And, yeah, like, I felt like I owed you guys a little bit of an explanation. <laughs> but, um, so, like I said, this episode is centered around the whole coronavirus, y'all, coronavirus. But, um, so, initially, I feel like we've all been affected in some way by COVID-19. And me, personally, I'm going to uh, start this episode off very real, very raw, um, at the beginning, when COVID-19 first kind of came to a head, I was working at a restaurant. I was a pastry assistant, and I lost my job. So I was in between jobs for about a month because at the time I was still looking for another job in my field as well as something else too. So I was only down for about a month. I didn't have to file for unemployment, thankfully. Um, but yeah, you know, I have been currently working for a luxury car brand for about a month now, and I will start working at a hospital presumably next month if they don't keep pushing my start date back. I was supposed to start this month, but it got pushed back yet again. So, I mean, but you know, I'm still on payroll. I don't already did my tax information. I'm cool, I'm green. It is what it is. So, yeah. Um, like I said, this whole coronavirus thing has really. Changed my outlook on a lot of stuff. And it's given me time to reflect on a lot of things. It's given me time to sit back and see things more objectively. And I'm kind of grateful for it. At first, you know, I was sad because in April I was supposed to be traveling. But, um, you know, it is what it is. I haven't been sick. Knock on wood, y'all. <laughs> Knock on wood. Um, I'm not sick. I have income. You know, I'm blessed at this point. So I'm just ready to get back into the gym and I'm going to talk about all this later on in the episode. So yeah, that's a mini update to start this episode. Oh, y'all know how we do. So much like everyone else, I always ask my friends what they're doing, how they're passing their time, especially since initially we were all told to just stay at home. So I'm doing one of them things right now. Over the course of this whole quarantine situation, I've been, you know, drinking just a tad bit more, but nothing too heavy. I have a stash of whiskey in my room, but I don't touch it unless I really just want a shot to pick me up. But um, yeah, like sip, sip. And um, yeah, I wanted to talk about what I've been drinking. Okay, so I know all my girlies out there. Y'all love Stella Rosa, and if you don't, you need to try it because you will. So, me and my mom, I'm the one who has to go make the wine runs. Like, she don't go to the liquor store. I'm always going to the liquor store after work because when she gets off work, the liquor store's pretty much closed. Or she don't feel like stopping at late. So, after work, I get off work usually around 5, 30, 6 o'clock. So, I usually stop at the liquor store or I go to Kroger and just grab a bottle of wine. And our favorite thing that we like to reach for at the store is Stella Rosa. My favorite Stella Rosa so far has been the Stella Rosa mixed berry and the Stella Rosa Peach which are both sparkling. And there's another one that my mom really likes, the Stellarosa Berry, which is, of course, a red wine. And all of Stellarosa wines are pretty much sweet. They don't really have a dry wine. This is for my beginner girlies out there who really ain't that experienced with wine and kind of want, you know, something nice to grab for that's pretty much reliable, something that most people have a taste for. I would definitely recommend Stellarosa brand wine. But for all of my seasoned drinkers out there, if the the fruity, bubbly stuff ain't really getting you, one thing I do recommend for people who want a wine with a little bit more of a kick to it is the Taylor Port. Now, the Taylor Port is, of course, a port wine. It's considered a dessert wine. And um, Taylor Port is pretty strong, like especially if you're eating light Taylor Port will get you in there and it's a little on the dry side I would say it's a smidge on the dry side it's also a red wine but it's not too dry because me personally I'm not a dry girl like that's the main reason why I don't like Riesling all Riesling to me is dry I have not found a Riesling that's sweet enough to my liking so if y'all got any suggestions let me know because a sis would like to be a Riesling girl every now and again but you know I'm usually a Chardonnay girl I'm usually a Stamion Blanc kind of girl so Those two tend to be my go-to when I'm at a restaurant. And another thing that I've been doing to kind of pass the time, which has helped tremendously for me, is journaling. And I kind of started journaling more so once I started therapy, which I will talk about in a second. But journaling is kind of like a way for me to properly and healthily channel my emotions and work through why i'm feeling the way i feel at that moment you know what i'm saying so to all my people who have been feeling a little stressed or have been feeling a little down i would strongly advise journaling journaling is super cheap you can be a simple journal person you know you can get a simple line journal black and white pens, blue ink, whatever. Get regular pens. Do what you do. But me, I like to put effort into my journal. I have markers and stickers and stuff and um, the glitter kind of paint type stuff. I like to decorate my pages and, you know, things that make me happy. I love glitter and I love color. So those are always things that have helped to me journal properly. You know, there's no proper or wrong way to journal. But for me to... Fully express how I feel. I like colors and glitter. (laughs) And yeah, so back to why I started journaling. I recently started therapy. I have been in therapy for about a month and I go bi-weekly. So every two weeks, uh, of course, I can't actually go to see my therapist face-to-face, but we do telehealth, like kind of like FaceTime conversations, you know, And a lot of people, like a lot of my friends were like, oh, you know, go on with an open mind, but don't be discouraged if your first therapist doesn't really click well with you. And mine is pretty cool. Like, I feel like I'm just chopping it up with a homegirl. Honestly, she's very relatable. We're from the same area. Like, you know, we just mesh. I have no problems talking to her. And I don't feel like I'm being judged when I'm talking to her. Like, I know some people feel like they feel our they're being judged when they're in therapy. And I honestly don't feel that way with mine. Um, And what else was I about to say about therapy? I just went blank for a second, y'all. But um, at first I was kind of wondering, was it going to be worth the money? But then this most recent um, session that I had with her which is I usually have therapy on Tuesdays, either Tuesdays or Wednesdays. But um, the most recent session I had with her, we, you know, unwrapped a layer. We went deeper into an issue that I've been having or something that I've noticed I've been having. And we worked through that. And I was like, wow, okay, I'm a believer. I like it. I'm cool. I'm glad my experience is turning out to be positive. I'm with it. So yeah. Uh, And I found my therapist. For those of you who don't know, I found my therapist through, therapyforblackgirls.com I would strongly advise people to use that as an outlet especially for us black and brown girls and or boys a lot of men need mental health care and I'm gonna talk about that in another episode because yeah we're gonna talk about that especially with what's been going on now but yes I strongly feel like black and brown people have different walks of life you know I I feel more comfortable talking and expressing myself to a fellow black woman so that's that (laughs) and another thing that's been going on in my life is y'all I haven't been through a breakup like (laughs) I can honestly say this breakup was one of the healthiest ones um So, a little backstory about my beau at the time. We had met, honestly, we had met via social media, but, you know, we do have um, people, mutual friends that we know. And everything to begin with was really nice. And I honestly feel like the reason why everything seemed so almost perfect to begin with was because I had been used to such shitty men to begin with. So, um when me and him started hanging out you know he always wanted to see me he would like want to do random things with me like if I was going to the grocery store he'd be like oh can I tag along and I'm like yeah cool like he would come to Walmart when we come to Kroger with me push the buggy <laughs> and you know it, it was just a nice breath of fresh air that you know someone was genuinely wanting to spend time with me and get to know me and I can honestly say, I remember our first date our first date We went to a sushi restaurant, and I had told him I had never had sushi. Like, I had never just – I wanted to try sushi, but I'm like, man, I don't even know what to try. Like, I don't know how this works, so I just never went. But um, he ended up taking me on my first date to a sushi restaurant. I did not like it. (laughs) I didn't like the sushi, but I found something else at the restaurant on the menu. I like Asian cuisine, so that was no problem. Um, And, you know, the day was cool. We After we had sushi – We had like a parked car combo, you know, just chilling, hanging out. This was back in November when we went on our first date. We first started talking in October, I want to say, like maybe the end of October, because it was right before my birthday. So, yeah. Um, But yeah, like he was a sweetheart, but um, he was, I would say, an inexperienced dater. So there were a lot of things that... I personally experience when I date like I'm a very hands-off dater like I know I say like a lot y'all take a shot every time I say like word up but things such as personal space like I don't like people touching my face touching my hair I'm just not into that I don't know if it's just a, a black girl thing like I don't like people touching my hair I don't like people feel making me feel like a a petting zoo or something but I don't, and then I have breakouts. I do, I get cystic acne and I try not to touch my face. My face has come a long way. I don't like people just rubbing their rubby little hands on my face, period. <laughs> so that was a one issue. And um, he wanted to spend every free moment he had with me. And um, his friend circle wasn't that big. Like me, I'm very social. I have associates. I wouldn't say that I have a lot of close friends, but I do have people that I will hang out with, you know. Um, Like my coworker at the bakery that I used to work at, we've hung out before. We've gone to the gym together. You know, we tend to be gym partners. Then I have other friends who I've met through college or whatever the case may be. I like to have different friend groups or associate groups for different situations. But he, on the other hand, was not like that. Um, He's in a band. He is a rock artist, a local rock artist, and uh, they have a group. And, you know, his his group members, they all range different ages. Some of them are, you know, pretty much older than each other, but they hang out sometimes and everybody else in their group is married. Pretty much for the for the most part, I would say three out of four of them are married. I want to believe. But um, I just don't vibe with a lot of the same stuff that he vibed with. So compatibility was a, a big issue for us. Like we enjoyed each other's company. But certain little nuances that came to dating, especially our personal dating styles, didn't line up. Like, I don't want to seem like I'm trying to down him, but he would always want to hold my hand. Like, if I wasn't holding his hand, he would feel some type of way. And I would be like, no, you know, I'm just chilling. Like, it's cool. I'm, I'm here with you, but I'm just chilling. I've never really thought about things like that until I started dating him and like I said, overall dating style just was not the same. Especially with me coming from having open relationships, long distance relationships. It's I've had I guess I've had more experience. Back to what I was saying to begin with. And you know, we agreed to be friends. I mean, of course we still like each other. That liking someone just doesn't disappear. But um, I mean, hey, I'd rather realize that after I think we dated for five months so I'd rather realize that after five months than putting a year and five months into it you know what I'm saying so I have no bad blood behind that it's fine I'm cool with it I've come to terms with it you know I'm a jealous dater I realize that though like if you got something going on if you dating somebody else like if if we have agreed to not be exclusively dating, like if we're casually dating, I don't want to know that there's somebody else in the picture. In my head, it's just me. (laughs) And I know that's not healthy, but in my mind, I like to think that I'm the only one and I'm cool with that. Even though there might actually be somebody else, you ain't got to throw that in my face. You ain't got to do all that. I'm cool, big dog. I'm cool. Just like y'all need to know if I'm dealing with somebody else. As long as we being safe and being careful, that's <laughs> out. Ah, y'all, I'm a mess. I'm a mess. I know. But we're, we're working through these issues. And I know why I have control issues. So, that's all that matters. And I'm working on them. So, boom. <laughs> so, another thing that I want to talk about since I've talked about things that I've been doing. We're going to talk about things that I wish I was doing. So of course, the big thing that I wish I was doing was socializing. Now, when I first graduated from college, of course, I'm a planner. I like to map things out, have a general idea of how my next few months are going to go. So this is not how I imagined the first half of 2020 looking like new grad, fresh out of college. For those of y'all who don't Now, I graduated with my Bachelor of Science degree in December of 2019. Woo-woo. Okay. Turned up one time a one time. And I started working full-time at the bakery. So, I was making way more money than I was when I was just doing, you know, part-time stuff. And, you know, I was stacking and saving. I was getting myself together mentally, trying to prepare myself for what I wanted to do later on this year. And I just I this whole thing is just disappointing. I mean I know I have to make the best of it. I'm social distancing still. I mean I go to work, so I'm around the same people every day at work. But other than that, this is just not how I imagine things going. Um like I mentioned earlier, I'm a very social person, so I planned on being on somebody's patio, like restaurant patio, throwing back mugs, going to a club every now and again, like I really just wanted to be out with my friends and I had reconnected with some of my friends because I know um a lot of my friends that I'm very close with, we do not talk every day. We don't talk every week. We don't even talk every month, goddammit. So <laughs> I just I had plans to, you know, be with those people. And um I know my cousin, me and my cousin, I do have a cousin and he and I had a falling out years ago. I think we probably fell out in like 2013 and we've just never really talked in. I mean, there were a lot of things that were unsaid, you know, it was one of those silent kind of fallouts, you know, like a cold war, (laughs) but uh, we had recently reconnected, like literally the week that everything shut down for COVID-19, we randomly saw each other at um, a local restaurant and we reconnect like we hung out later on that day and everything was just cool. You know, we had planned on hanging out some more, but then COVID 19 happened and social distancing. So, you know, you gotta kinda make the best of with what you got. I do try to reach out and touch bases with those friends because I do like to check on people. I mean, I know with all this stuff going on, there are bigger things besides the superficial aspect of friendship. So I do try to check on people, but I do try to give them their space, you know, um, try to be considerate, but I still want to let my inner circle know that I'm still here. Like if you need me I'm one call away, I'm one text away. If you want a link, we can <laughs> have a living room conversation six feet apart. If you want to go that technical, but yeah, you know, it is what it is. So We're working with it. I don't plan on just diving headfirst back into society when things are opening back up because I do see that a lot of dining rooms and restaurants are open, but I'm just still leery about it. You know, I'm asthmatic, so I would hate to have to see how COVID 19 would affect me medically. So try to, I I keep disinfectant wipes in my car, y'all, you know, being precautious. And I have an N95 mask in my car that I, I don't wear it often unless I have to, but we do keep disposable masks, like medical grade masks in our house. So yeah, (laughs) I wish I was socializing. So another thing I wish I was doing was working out. Um, At the beginning of the year, probably in like February, I had a new set of fitness goals for myself and I was going to the gym about four times out the week after work. With my co-worker and we were doing good we had a trainer and he would really work us out really well he would always do full body workouts with us we really wouldn't do the same exercise over and over which was good because i would notice different areas of my body getting sore and that to me of course for school you know you notice that is you know you're working that muscle group but i was starting to see changes in my body my body was toning up. That was the main thing that I really wanted to do. I wanted to tone up in this phase and just, you know, get everything right, get everything tight. And then I wanted to work on a slightly more muscular physique. But then after, with all this COVID-19 stuff, um, I kind of picked up some bad habits. Of course, alcohol is not good for you if you're trying to really change your physique. If you're really working out, you know, in moderation is good, but all that extra sugar, and then I was eating starches, you know, it just wasn't, it wasn't solid, it wasn't consistent, so I really do miss working out, that's my biggest issue with working out, too, like, I'm a gym rat, I, the, being in the gym motivates me, like, I don't, I'm not a runner, I'm not a jogger, I don't even like walking outdoors, like, my ankles be hurting, girl, mm-mm. I go to the gym, I get on cardio machines, I'm a Stairmaster fanatic, I am an elliptical kind of girl, so those things, I could easily do a good cardio hit workout on that and then do weight exercises, body weight and or, you know, bar, dumbbells, kettlebells, whatever. I like those types of workouts, and I don't have that type of equipment easily accessible. The only thing I have at home is resistance bands, and that's not enough for me. Like, girl, no no, I need a barbell. I need a kettlebell. Kettlebell workouts are like some of my favorite because kettlebell stuff kind of helps me with balance as well. Kettlebell and, um, Bosu ball workouts. I like Bosu. It's good for you. Really good. So my mom bought one of those fitness boards and we haven't used it. I think we used it the first day she got it (laughs) and we haven't used it since, but you know, I, I do plan on getting back in the gym and being more active with my fitness so that's another thing I wish I was doing and one of the major things I wish I was doing was having sex girl like girl it's been three months for me three months I mean it's kind of not on my mind as much but the memory of it was fun from what I can remember like (laughs) social distancing includes that too y'all I mean she especially if your partner is working in in the general public i do try to keep my contact with people very limited like a lot of people are always like oh you want to hang out and i'm just like "Mm, where you work (laughs) so that's another aspect that i do think about but girl i'm gonna have to do an episode around that because i do have some thoughts rattling around my head um Things that I've kind of paid more attention to, especially like when I do have these types of reflective periods, when I do have all this downtime, even at work, I have a lot of downtime. So I think about past interactions with people, what you get, it gives you time to think about what you like, what you don't like, especially for those of us who are involved in fat life, kink life, any type of things like that, you know. It's a process, kind of knowing what you like and knowing what you don't like. You can't, I tell people, don't knock it till you try it. Some people are just so ugh about things like that. And I'm just like, girl, you don't know what you're missing. But yes, we're going to have to talk about that more in depth on another episode. But honey, I miss it. That's a good thing. I do miss it. But. I do realize that I have more mental clarity without something like that on my mind. Sex is a very big distractor. Like if I'm thinking about it, whatever, my focus isn't on what it needs to be, especially work-wise. I get sidetracked easily. Um, I forget about clients that I need to check in on. I forget about Things that I need to check on inventory-wise, I I always forget a lot of stuff. I'm already naturally scatterbrained, and I try to work on that because I'm so forgetful, and my mom is always like, you do not need to be this forgetful, and you're only about to be 25. (laughs) So yeah, I do think about stuff like that a lot, but on the other side of things, I'm happy that I'm not nearly as distracted as I am. So, boop. All right. So, for our stripped down segment, I decided to focus this on our feelings because this episode has kind of been a feelings, what's been going on type of episode. And I feel like this feeling is something that we all can agree on that we've been feeling. So, our stripped down segment, our stripped down segment, Term for today is nostalgia. And nostalgia is defined as a sentimental longing or wistful affection for the past, typically for a period of time or a place with happy associations. So um, like I said, this has been a very reflective period for me, especially starting therapy and especially being so out of my element, my typical element. So I really have just been having those moments where I feel like I'm back in high school driving home after being at school all day or like I remember one day I was driving home and the way the sun was hitting it was just it reminded me of fall for some reason like that golden hour time it reminded me of fall like football season coming home from a band practice or something like it just really reminded me of simpler times, which is what a lot of this stuff kind of does to me. Um, so, yeah, just kind of reflecting on past relationships, past friendships, thinking about a lot of stuff, you know. I feel as though a lot of us have been feeling nostalgic. Oh, excuse me. This is what champagne at almost 10 o'clock at night does to you. <laughs> oh, I forgot to tell y'all what I was sipping on. I don't know if I did or didn't. We're going to interrupt for a second. Um, Yes, I have a mango mimosa. So what I did was I got some mango juice mix and some champagne. Mixed it together in a glass. Boop. There we go. Okay. Back to what we were talking about. So with... When- this whole quarantine situation, I've been talking to a few of my friends and, you know, their whole main thing is like, oh, you know, I'm just feeling some type of way. Blase, blase, blase. And one of my guy friends, he was like, you know, I've been getting fucked up like literally every day. Like, I know something's wrong. I just don't know what it is. So, with that being said, we've discussed nostalgia. We've discussed the current state that we are all presently in. I would like to close out the episode with some advice, which is something that I typically like to do. So uh, this quarantine has made a lot of us come face to face with the negative aspects of ourselves. And one thing I will say to everyone who is listening, don't run from it. Don't dismiss your feelings. We're all entitled to feel the way we feel about things, but we have a duty to ourselves to rationalize and or compartmentalize why we feel the way we feel. So take this time out now to determine how and why you should move forward from whatever it is that's bothering you. And that's why I tell people, don't run from your feelings. It's, it's quintessential that we all realize how to cope with our feelings. Like The more and more you pack your feelings away, the more issues that might arise later, especially if it has something to do with any unresolved trauma that you may have experienced. You need to unpack those feelings, and I really want to out on mental health, and I feel like that's going to be my next endeavor. One of three topics we'll be talking about in our next episode, but I digress. <laughs> but it's, it's healthy for yourself and for other people that you may potentially have any type of relationship with, whether it be a friendship, whether it be a re- an actual intimate relationship. You have to do the work yourself to realize why you're feeling this type of way. Why are you treating this partner this type of way? Why are you expecting so much out of a friendship? Why are you acting the way you're acting in certain situations and circumstances? So don't run from it, don't hide from it, don't dismiss yourself because your feelings are valid. Everyone is entitled to feel the way they feel about something, but you need to understand why you're feeling the way you're feeling. And another piece of advice that I would like to let people know is don't let these nostalgic and or lonely feelings allow you to reintroduce the negative vibe and aspects from your past. Like growth is something that's progressive. It's multifaceted and it's a continuous aspect of life, especially if you want your growth to be positive. Growth can be painful. Growth can be tiresome. But ultimately, growth is a beautiful transformative process. So always remember how something from your past hurts you. Always remember the dark place that that something took you to because you don't want to be in that space again. That's the reason why you moved on from the first time. Like, I know I'm hard-headed too, but sometimes I'll be like, oh, I don't remember things being that bad. No, girl, you don't remember things being that bad because you packed it away and tried to forget about it. Don't do yourself like that. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. We all have to take personal responsibility for the things that we do, the things that we accept, and the lessons that we like to repeat, you know? You always have to take responsibility upon yourself to advocate for yourself, advocate for yourself, my bad. So it's like, you understand why that ex didn't work out with you. You understand why this friendship didn't work out the first go around. Now, I'm not saying people don't change, but patterns are typically predictable when it comes to people. You know, I always tell people, look out for red flags because red flags are there. You don't want to waste, hell, I don't even like wasting three months of my life on somebody that ain't shit. So I would hate for somebody to have to repeat the same mistakes that they try to, grow from. You know, you always have to advocate for yourself. Nobody else is here on this earth to protect your peace as well as you can be. Nobody else is going to advocate for you as well as you can because you should know yourself the best, in my personal opinion. So my takeaway message from all of this being said is to remain as positive as possible in times like this. Realistically, every day won't be a positive one. And that's okay because you're entitled to feel the way you feel about things. But always do your best and cut yourself some slack. As long as you say you tried, as long as you say you did, that's all that matters. So with that being said, I would like to thank you guys again for tuning in to another episode. And I will see you in the next episode or you'll hear me in the next episode. <laughs> Bye.